God has taught me that people have many needs, and I don't know what those needs are. So how can I plan to speak what they need, since I don't know what they need? I may think I know what they need, but that could be totally wrong. So here is what God taught me to do. Speak by the Spirit of God. Before you are going to be with someone, be sure that you don't have any bones to pick with them. Pray for God to give you a good heart toward that person and to renew a right spirit inside of you, especially if you've had trouble with that other person in the past. David prayed Psalm 51.10, Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Often before I'm going to be with another person, if I know ahead I'm going to be with another person, I will pray, God, please don't let me say anything except that which you want me to say. And then I go forward just trusting in God. I know the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit in me, will bring to my mind a scripture if that's what that person needs to hear or God wants that person to hear. Or the Holy Spirit will bring to my mind something that God has done in my life or a concept. I trust God to lead me by His Spirit when I speak to another person. Here are some examples of that. After I was born again, I was at my mother's house and opened the kitchen cabinet, and there sat a set of Zodiac mugs. My mother always liked horoscopes, and from the time I was a child, she would go to the grocery store and buy the monthly horoscope magazine and read my daily horoscope to me. I had given her those horoscope mugs before I was born again. When I saw them, I just took a garbage bag and began putting the mugs into the bag, and my mother was watching me. And when she realized what I was going to do, she said, No, I want to keep those. You gave those to me. I didn't say a word. I just put all the mugs into the garbage bag, walked out the door, went to the alley, broke the mugs in the dumpster, and dropped the sack into the dumpster. I went back into the house, and my mother was sitting there, and I didn't say a word to her. I went to my bedroom, got a Bible, and came back and opened it to Deuteronomy 18 and read the following section of Scripture aloud to her. Starting at verse 9. When thou art come into the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee, thou shalt not learn to do after the abominations of those nations. 
There shall not be found among you anyone that maketh his son or his daughter to pass through the fire, or that useth divination, or an observer of times, or an enchanter, or a witch, or a charmer, or a consulter with familiar spirits, or a wizard, or a necromancer. For all that do these things are an abomination unto the Lord. And because of these abominations, the Lord thy God doth drive them out from before thee. Thou shalt be perfect with the Lord thy God. After I read this, my mother sat there very quietly. And then she said to me, Well, I guess we'd better not do that anymore. She was born again. With that, she was born again. I went back to Dallas, where I lived. My uncle sent me a letter, and he said, Your mother has changed. She's really changed. Another example. In the 1980s, when God put me on radio, I had messages that were very popular, taking thoughts captive, dealing with destructive thoughts, following God by His Spirit. In approximately 1982, God began speaking to me and said, The time has come that judgment must begin at the house of God. Over and over I heard this same word. I didn't know what it meant. Two or three days later, God called my attention to several big-time TV ministers who were doing things against God. One was committing adultery. I sent him a message about adultery, warning him. Turned out it was Jim Baker, and he was committing adultery at that time with a church secretary, Jessica Hahn. I had a message for Jimmy Swaggart. Jimmy Swaggart had started out with very small audiences or congregations that would come to hear him speak. He got tired of that, and he went to Michael Ellison Advertising Agency. And their agent told me this story, that Swaggart came to them saying he was tired of those small audiences, and he wanted to have big audiences. So Ellison's agency told Swaggart, stop preaching so much and sing more. Jimmy Swaggart was a country western singer. So he changed his format, quit preaching so much, and put a lot of music into his meetings. I felt God told me, go back to preaching. There were other ministers that were doing things, and God called my attention to what they were doing. And when I could not get a message to these ministers... I was persuaded that I was to get on my own radio broadcast 
which at that time were from coast to coast in the United States. And I was to share the message and name the minister by name. Then the ministers got the message because their audiences, their followers, who listened to my broadcast, told them the messages. I knew Jimmy Swagger got the message because the first thing that they did is put me off the radio station owned by Jimmy Swaggart. He owned two stations, one in Dallas and one in Houston, and they just stopped the broadcast completely. I was having a meeting in Seattle, Washington at that time. The radio station manager in Seattle had been so friendly. He was waiting for me outside the meeting room door, and when I arrived, he wasn't smiling at me or anything. He, his countenance was rather stiff, and he said, Joan, you have so many good messages. Just speak those messages. If you speak these judgment messages, I don't know what's going to happen to you. We may have to put you off the air. And instantly, without any thought whatsoever, I said to George, George, if I don't speak the message that I believe to be from God, then I don't have a message and I may as well be off the air. That was the Holy Spirit. One time I was playing golf with two women, a Church of Christ woman and a Methodist woman. As we walked down the fairway, the Methodist woman began speaking about people who judge other people. And the Holy Spirit rose up into me and I said to her, If you judge that someone's judging, aren't you judging? And she went, <laughs> it was like a balloon that was filled with hot air and a pen pierced it. A few weeks later, her husband called me and he said, you are one of the few people that we are telling this to. Vanetta has cancer. And I was so shocked. I said, Vanetta has cancer? He said, yes, we're going to Florida tomorrow. She died. But I felt that because I spoke those words, she recognized the Holy Spirit in me, and I was chosen as one of the people she wanted to know about this situation. If you don't speak, they don't know you. I can go into a store and I just look like a little old woman that's 85, which I almost am. They don't expect me to know anything. And they don't know that I'm a Christian. They don't know that I'm a minister. They don't know that I have the Holy Spirit. But if God brings something to my mind and I speak it, those who are of God will know. I don't try to speak anything. Sometimes I don't speak at all when I'm with someone. But if the Holy Spirit brings something to my mind, 
I have learned to yield to the Holy Spirit and speak that which I have heard. Once I was with my favorite aunt. She's a Church of Christ member all her life. As we were visiting, I heard tell her about being taken into heaven. Oh, I didn't want to do that. You don't tell supernatural stories like that to Church of Christ members. But I knew it was the Holy Spirit saying it, so I yield to the Holy Spirit. And I said, Aunt Ardeth, I want to tell you about something that happened to me when I was first born again. I was transported into heaven. I was with God. I was with Christ. I was with the Holy Spirit. I saw no images. It was strictly a spiritual experience. And at that time, I was merged into the body of Jesus, made one with the Word of God, God and the Holy Spirit witnessing. And a few days later, the exact same thing happened to me again. I noticed as I told this to my aunt, I noticed a very dreamy type look come across her face. She was remembering something. And after I finished speaking, she said to me, something like that happened to me once, and it was all golden. I doubt she ever told that story to anyone but me. That aunt told me one time, she said, I always knew you'd never do anything wrong. I was doing everything wrong. But she was seeing me the way I would be later. She was seeing me by faith. So I learned through the years after I was born again, if the Holy Spirit reminds you of something, speak that. Thank you for allowing me to share this with you today.